Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. This episode is sponsored by Modern Cowboy Performance Nutrition, the brand for cowboys and cowgirls. Get and stay cowboy fit this new year with the Cowboy Whey Protein. If you want to lose weight and gain lean muscle, the Cowboy Whey can help. The Cowboy Whey is available in delicious chocolate and creamy vanilla with 24 grams of protein, 160 calories, and only 2 grams of sugar. Get yours at www.thecowboywhey.com. And that's Whey, spelled W-H-E-Y, hence the protein. And be sure and register on the website to get 10% off your order. Get and stay Cowboy Fit this new year at www.thecowboywhey.com. And also, follow us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Performance, and I'll see you back at the ranch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, we're doing one a little bit early this morning. I've got a uh, very uh, special guest on the podcast today. Uh, it's interesting how we met, but I just realized this morning, I don't even know if he knows if I realize this or not, but I've realized something about him, and I think today is his birthday. Uh, so we are going to play a birthday song for him. Um, How's that, Stephen? Was that uncomfortable? <laughs> well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't know. Yeah, well, we knew. It's kind of like when you when they tell someone, uh, the waitress or waiter at the restaurant, hey, it's his birthday, and then they make a big deal out of it, and everybody sings to you. So anyway, say, well, happy yeah. birthday. I think this is the first time uh, I've done a podcast where it's uh, the guest's birthday. So, Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You bet, you bet. How are you this morning? Good, good, good. Hey, so, you know, you and I met through, well, uh, someone I've known a long time, a good friend of mine has been a great mentor to me, uh, Mitch Siegel, and, and you happen to be married to Mitch's daughter, and that's, that's how, we, how we came to know each other. And, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, and, and yes. Stephen is a, a, is a realtor in Texas, and there's, there's a story behind, behind that, too. When we were, we were getting ready to move out of California, you know, I wanted to move to Texas, and we went down there and, and we looked and, and, uh, anyway, long story short, we ended up in Arizona. i still have a Texas uh, phone number. I got a Texas phone number before I even moved there and uh, still have it to this day. So, but you never know. We, we still may, we still may make it down there. Um, because it seems like a, a lot of people are moving to Texas and, and we'll get into that in a minute. But, uh, uh, anyway, I just want to welcome Steven to the, uh, to the podcast today. And, um, have him going to share with us a little bit about what he does. And, and one of the reasons we're doing this too is he's going to be in our area here. There's a, a big deal that goes on here. Uh, I think it's every year at the Barrett Jackson uh, auto auction and it's, it's, it's quite the event. So um, Stephen, Hey, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes. We'll be in Scottsdale. Um, my wife and I'll fly out Monday morning, bright and early, uh, the rest of the crew is already in Scottsdale uh, getting the booth set up and getting ready for action. And I think the sale starts on Monday. We'll be there first thing Monday morning to get to work. 
looking forward to it. It's always a, that's a great event. Anybody that has never been that has any interest in automobiles, um, it needs to be on your bucket list. It's definitely something to see. And uh, we enjoy going. We set up a trade show booth. As you said, I am a realtor um, in Texas. My primary interest and focus is farm and ranch. Um, I grew up in a farming and ranching community, and that's where my love and passion is. And so that's where I've Focus my real estate business is on the farm and ranch and you know um texas especially there's there's something about um texas ranch real estate and and people that are not of the western mindset even there's just a little bit of a of a you know i don't know what the correct word is but there's a a desire to know more about it and, and everybody you know, has that, has that love, even if you're not interested, even if you're not in it, everybody still has that little bit of love for ranch and the cowboy way of life. And so it's, it's always appealing. And so one thing we do that we do different than most other people is we market our ranch real estate all over. We set up trade show booths in Las Vegas for the national finals. And then we're going to Barrett Jackson to the auto auction the audience there is is in a very elite crowd and um you've got lots of potential and so it it's we've done it for about six years now and it's been very successful yeah that's uh it, it talking about texas and in and you know the appeal it's interesting uh being in the space i'm now in in you know the the digital world and in digital marketing with some of my other products and stuff yeah i've you, there's a lot of people that move in their businesses to Texas as well. Um, and I, I know, I know that Austin is, uh, uh, sometimes out in the ranching community may not be the, 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 uh, you know, the ideal spot where some of the people are coming, but there's a lot of great businesses that, uh, you know, have gone there because of lower costs in doing business in places like California and, and, uh, uh you know, New York. And, uh, there's, there's just a, a lot of stuff happening down there, which is very exciting. Back to, you said about the booth at the NFR, when we were at the NFR, I didn't know you guys were even going to be there because we kind of ended up going at the last minute, but uh, I did meet someone from your company. I think it was John um, at, at one of the booths. And then we never did make it back to see you there, but you were out there the whole time. Well, no, I wasn't there the whole time. Um, we've, we've kind of learned that it's easier if we divide and conquer. But um, I was there for the last half of the show then we tore down and, and hauled it back home. We have three booths we actually set up during the NFR, and so it's uh, quite the quite the ordeal. But we try to hit every every aspect of you know, from the team ropers to the rodeo people to the just the Western people that uh, enjoy Las Vegas during the National Finals rodeo. It, it's always amazed me at how many people that you we've met in Las Vegas during the finals that are, you know, Western, Western way of life, either in farming or ranching and how many of them go to Vegas every year for the finals, but yet have never been to the rodeo. (laughs) And some of them don't even, don't even watch the rodeo, but yet, you know, that's kind of when the Cowboys take over Las Vegas. And so it's a great time, you know, for people in our, in our, 
way of people of our way of thinking to to go enjoy Las Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's so much to see and so it's it's pretty hard to get around um and, and see everything because there is so much and and we we made it to the rodeo one night um which was great and then the rest of the time uh just I don't we we never even got to see everything we wanted to see because there's really not enough time unless you're there for 3 weeks. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, yeah, there is a ton to see. We actually had the privilege this year. Um, my wife and I flew our daughter out. She's 16 and she rodeos, runs barrels and high school rodeos. And, um, so it was, she, she's, um, she watches the finals every year. She records it. And the course in Texas, we're two hours ahead. And so it's usually pretty late by the time they get through all the commercials, especially for her, she wants to watch the barrel racing. And so, it's usually pretty late, so we've always let her watch the first round, you know, as it's aired, and then the next morning, or or she doesn't watch anymore on TV. She watches them the next morning. We record them, and she'll fast forward through everything and watch the <laughs> barrel racing, and then and then later on that, you know, when she gets home, gets her homework done, she'll watch the rest of the rodeo. But it's uh, it was a kid that's watched it for years and years and years she got to experience her first performance this year we went to the ninth round with her and she absolutely loved it it was a it was a fun experience yeah that's great well once you go and see that you know especially when you're competing then then you're really hooked so now now you're just going to have to keep uh you know those those barrel horses under so she can she can make it there yeah, thanks for that little <laughs> bit of advice. <laughs> I needed that reminder this morning. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny. Hey, and, you know, and talking about uh, the Barrett Jackson too, uh, being on the bucket list, it's something that's been on my wife's bucket list for a long time, and we're actually going to be able to go there this year now. So we'll be looking forward to to seeing you out there as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I've I've got a friend that. Uh, Always oh, a college buddy, best friend from college, and um, he's gone a lot. And uh, so um, it is It is an amazing, uh, amazing deal, I understand. So I'm looking forward to that. It's amazing how many people I know that know that I go that have watched it on television, and they're like, oh, it's just magnificent. And I tell everybody, if you've watched it on TV and you enjoy watching it on TV, you have to at least go experience it once live. I'm not downcasting are downplaying what the tv does right. they do an amazing job airing that that sale but right. they cannot do it justice there's no way for you to really ex understand just how big and massive and how nice things are until you experience it firsthand yeah in that it, they they hold that is that at westworld is that where it is at? at westworld and it's yeah. every year in january that's Barrett Jackson does quite a few auctions across the United States. Um, right. I don't know exactly, but Barrett, uh, Scottsdale at, is where they started and they've been at Westworld for as long as I know. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We're really looking forward to it. Um, well, good. We are too. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't bring my checkbook though. Cause it's, uh, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> Because I probably can't afford to buy anything there anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, it is. Uh, th there are some deals the first couple of days of the sale. You will will see some day some deals. Excuse me, uh -huh. but uh, but it's fun to watch on Friday and Saturday night when they sell those really really prestigious nice 
uh, you know, elite automobiles and uh, the, the, the amount of money that they fetch is just unbelievable. That's crazy. Crazy. So, so speaking of amounts of money, things fetch, um, how, how is the, uh, the, the market in Texas right now? Real estate market. The market in Texas is very good. You know, as you started out with you and I met, um, because of Mitch and, um, but because you were looking to move out of California to Texas, um, I spent yesterday, uh, I talked to three different buyers that are all looking to, to move to Texas. Um, funny thing, one of them did come from the national finals rodeo, the, the trade show we did there in December. Um, and then the other two were, are referrals from, from previous Californians that have moved here. And, you know, the, the neat thing or, or the common thing that we see from California is, is most people that I deal with coming from California are looking for five to 25 and up acres Mm -hmm. and they all want, you know, a nice home and a place to keep their horses and some roping cattle or have a barrel pen and, you know, arena. And so it, it's all people that think the way that we think that, uh, for some reason or another have decided that California is no longer for them. Right. Right. And, and now, um, I know that, uh, I know that you are uh, involved with, uh, the project that, uh, um, Mitch has, uh, ranches of new Athens. Um, tell the listeners a little bit about, about that. Cause I know that's a, a, a pretty cool deal. Yes, um, it is. It's a really neat deal that uh, Mitch and I kind of came up with the idea one year in Hawaii. We were on vacation in Hawaii, and um, there was a piece of ground that that adjoined Mitch that uh, he had wanted for quite some time, and and I had approached the owners for um, a long period of time, and you know we'd like to buy this, and and they didn't want to sell, and didn't want to sell, and finally they approached me and they said, Hey, we really don't want to sell this, but we've got another piece that's around the corner that we would like to sell. And, and fortunately we were able to negotiate a deal where Mitch ended up with both pieces. And so it gave him the piece that he wanted. Um, and then we ended up with a hundred acres. Uh, my wife and I, Aaron, Aaron and I will agree our biggest mistake, uh, that we've made so far was not, uh, buying that hundred acre is, is 108 acres from Mitch. Um, he gave us the opportunity and we didn't feel like it was the time to do it. And boy, we messed up, but, uh, and we'll both admit it, but, um, Mitch and I in Hawaii decided that, uh, we would cut it up into, into 10, 10 plus acre parcels. And I got to tell you, when we, when we got in there with a dozer and a skid steer and went to working on that place, I, I, I realized then just how bad a mistake I made. It's one of the prettiest pieces of property, um, that I know that's left, you know, a lot of this country has been already divided and subdivided and divided again. Mm -hmm. And, um, but this turned into 10 absolutely gorgeous, um, ranchettes and um we've uh we've had good luck selling them the first home is being constructed now um and the people are going to build a, a really nice place um you know it was something that we wanted 
not to be just the norm. Right. Um, it, it, it was done, it was done very, very high end. Um, it's going to be really nice once it's finished, but you know, it's, it's, uh, but we also did it with in mind, a lot of these 10 acre tracks are cut up to where, and they're deed restricted or you can only have 10 large animals. And that was one thing that we didn't want. We wanted to be able to, because if you're a team roper and you got four or five horses mm -hmm. and you know, if the whole family ropes, you may have six or eight horses. Yeah. Well then you don't have any room on 10 acres for cattle after that. And yeah. so we, we, we designed this one to where a, a family that ropes can, can have a pen of cattle and have a, a barn full of horses. And, um, it, it, it's a really nice, it's, it's taken off. It's taken off well. And we're really, it's something we're going to be really proud of. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't seen it, uh, you know, in person, but I've seen all the pictures and, and watched the progression of it. And it is absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And I think that, I think, um, there, there's no HOAs, correct? There is no HOA. No, that was another thing, you know, that we, we really, we, we really tried to do our homework and, and, you know, I, being in the business and, and kind of seeing what works and what doesn't and what negative feedback I get on this and what negative feedback I get on that. And, you know, um, we tried to set it to where it's, it's very desirable for everyone. The deed restrictions, you know, a lot of these subdivisions, the deed restrictions, you need an attorney to read them so you mm -hmm. can interpret them. Right. And these deed restrictions were written by Mitch. They're very, they're very easy to understand. Um, there's no hidden agendas and no, um, no, you know, creative wording that, that, um, no creative wording that, that makes you need an attorney to decipher what they say. But, you know, the, and people say, well, I don't want something with deed restrictions, especially a lot of Californians. They don't want, you know, they've been restricted and they've, they've seen what regulation does and they've had to pull a permit to, to plant a blade of grass. Right. And, and so they're anti that, but, but yet you have to have some sort of deed restrictions. You have to have some sort of control because, you know, you don't want to go in there and, and build, um, a, a nice home and, and a rope and pin and a nice barn and, and something that you're really proud of. And then, um, you know, your neighbor moves in and, and, and builds a three wall shack and parks 400 junk cars next to you. And yeah. so you, you need to be in an area and that's sometimes a little bit hard to understand, but you know, I, 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 a lot of times I try to tell people, you know, I understand you don't want anybody telling you what to do, but if you don't, if nobody's telling you what to do, understand that that means nobody's telling your neighbors what to do either right and and so that there, there you need to be you need to be somewhere because it does affect property values you know if you build a big nice place and then there's a a pile of junk next to you it, it's going to make your place hard to sell yeah absolutely and and you know it just sets a standard for for the development you know in and, and particularly having 10 acres and and then you guys do have uh, like some ccnrs in, in terms of uh house size and in that correct or yes sir yes sir yeah. for years fsr cattle company has been known for their premium roping cattle used and endorsed by multiple world champions and nfr qualifiers 
But did you know that FSR is also the home of quality rope horses for all levels, from professional team roping to the novice level? A trip to Weatherford, Texas and to the FSR headquarters will give you a variety of horses to choose from. FSR Cattle Company will arrange transport for your new horse back home and a free ride back to the airport for you. For your convenience, we accept credit cards for all horses found at FSR. We strongly believe in matching team ropers with horses they can work and win with. So when you back in the box on a horse you found at FSR Cattle Company, you know you're mounted to win. Visit us online at fsrcattlecompany.com or in the office at 817-598-1222 and let us help find your next winner. Again, that's fsrcattlecompany.com. Yeah, we've we've kind of got everything to where it's it's going to be uniform where there is like you said a a set standard, a minimum standard. Mm-hmm. And and it's a nice area. Um just for instance, the first home that's being constructed, uh, a, a lender friend of mine, Tammy Armour, is doing the is doing the loan for the construction and the the build job in there. And the the first property, the home in Acreage, we got an appraisal on it at about eight hundred thousand. Man, so it's going to be a really nice area. Yeah, it's it's we're pretty and, proud of it. Yeah, and in California, that probably costs you eight million. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's what everybody tells me. <laughs> uh, I think it's getting hard to find ten acres in California, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. Hey, so how long have you have you been in real estate anyway, Steve? Uh, going on uh, April will be eleven years. And and you've been I've with been at Clark Realty the whole time. Is that the the no uh, no um I, I uh. I started out with an individual broker who's still a very good friend of mine. And, and then, um, he and I both joined forces with another company and, um, I had always kind of had an interest for commercial and, and Tim Clark, the broker is a, is a big commercial broker. And I'd wanted to learn commercial cause we are seeing a lot of this farming and ranching land that is getting cut up into commercial development the stuff that's, you know, close to the freeway and that sort of thing. And so, you know, a lot of these landowners that I know that, you know, wanted me to represent them, but they needed commercial advice and I didn't, I didn't have any at the point. Mm -hmm. So Tim kind of, Tim and I met up, we did a deal together and, and we, uh, we hit it off. And so I joined forces with him in 2000 and, 11 or 12 i can't remember um and um anyway we we joined forces and um it's been uh i've been there ever since and absolutely love it that's great been a good ride yeah yeah very cool so what 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 do you what do you think you have a personal habit that you think has you know or ritual or something that you think can help contribute to your success in, in, uh, real estate and in, in your business? Well, that's a good question. And I don't know. Um, I, you know, I, I, I tell everybody I'm not the smartest, smartest guy in the business by far, but you'll have to, you'll have to look long and hard to find somebody that works harder than I do, uh, you know, start early and go late. And, um, I, uh, 
I guess my biggest key to success in my mind is that um, as much as I hate this telephone, Mm -hmm. uh, when it rings, I answer it. Um, (laughs) And if I don't answer it, it's because I'm on it or I've got somebody, you know, that needs my attention right in front of me. And, and I return every phone call. And so I think that's the, that's been my key to success is, is it's easy to get overwhelmed. You know, I was, I was on the phone last night till about eight o'clock. And so it's, you know, it, it, it's easy to, it's easy to get overwhelmed and run away from the telephone. But I think that's been my key to success. Taking care of business when it needs to be taken care of. Exactly. And then, you know, the, the ranch, ranch real estate's different than residential real estate. And a lot of people don't understand that. And, um, you know, uh, uh, you need somebody that knows, that knows what they're talking about. You know, you don't, it's not four walls and a roof with a couple of bathrooms and a kitchen and, and you need to know, you know, is the, you know, you need to know is the fencing good, especially with, with out of state buyers. Cause a lot of times I preview properties before they come and look at them. And so you need to know is the fence good for horses? Is it, you know, is the, is the ground good? Is the, is this something that'll work or not? And right. so it's, it's, it's critical that you, that you know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, what's, uh... and then on the listing side, the listing side, knowing how to market it. Cause it's not, you know, listing and, and, and marketing farm and ranch properties is totally different than residential. Right. Absolutely. What's the, um, what's the best way for people to, uh, to, to get a hold of you? The, the, the best way is via telephone and, and phone call or text. Um, and I can give you my number. I'm sure you're going to publish it. And, um, well, you can go but, ahead and say uh, it. I do have a, Eight one seven five nine seven eight 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 four, and that's uh, phone call or text, um, then email, or I do have a Facebook page, um, and you can follow me on Facebook and instant message there or whatever's convenient. And I'll put all that in the show notes as well. And and is, is there a uh, how about a website for? Uh, Clark Realty. Do you have a? Yes, it, it's craigranch.com and that's C R E G for Clark Real Estate Group ranch.com. Okay. That's where you can find all of our farm and ranch uh, listings. And then for the ranches of New Authen, uh, I, I, you, you guys have a Facebook page for that, correct? We do have a Facebook page for that. Yes, we sure do. Okay. And that's, we sure uh, do. We don't have a website, but we do have a Facebook page for yeah. it. And and that's New Authen is is N E W, and then is it A U T H O N? That is correct. Yes, sir. Yeah, perfect. Sure is perfect. So now, are you are you doing any uh any roping or any cutting or doing anything horseback now, or are you just keeping supplying you know, the, bar- the barrel horses for <laughs> for your daughter? <laughs> it's it's funny. I have a wife and daughter that both absolutely loved love horses. Um, they both barrel race. My wife ropes, uh, not as much anymore as she used to. Uh, Maddie has a strong desire to rope. She's she's working on that. Uh, hadn't started yet, but she's practicing. Um, 
and they have a they have a husband and a dad that absolutely loves to be on the tractor and drag the pin. Um, <laughs> I I love to be around horses um, and, and and love cattle, but I my 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 backside belongs in the seat of a tractor, not horseback, and and it's quite humorous. All of our friends, all of our closest friends, both both husband and wife ride. And, and, and I'm kind of the odd man out, you know, I'm absolutely surrounded by it, but, uh, it's not something that I, I, I do. I mean, I can ride. I had the opportunity, um, to deal with a celebrity in December that's looking to buy a ranch. And, uh, one of the places we looked at, the owner was insistent that we ride it horseback. And so, um, everybody got a big kick out of that. I rode is about almost 400 acres and we rode the whole thing horseback of course i can and, and i enjoyed it i had a great time it's not some it's not like i dislike it but it's just i i'm uh, I, i'd rather be in the seat of a tractor or a, my we have barrel horses and we've got quite a few of them and but everybody laughs i've got a cat um and, and that, that's not a four-legged cat. That's a two-tracked cat, and that's where I find my that's where I find my happiness. That's cool. Well, I, I tell you what, though, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, showing property from horseback—that's uh, that's something that uh, I think just about anybody could get into. Yeah, it was. We had a. It was a, you know in December, and we lucked out. The the day was one of those days when it was very sunny and mm -hmm. very little breeze and mid to upper sixties and it was an absolutely gorgeous day. And, and yeah, it, it's, it's definitely a great way to see a property. Uh, we use, I've got a pretty nice Polaris Ranger that's rigged up that we look at ranch land in most of the time, just because it's a little bit easier to, to, to move around, you know, you can just load it on a trailer and go, you don't have to saddle and unsaddle and, um, and, and you can see it, a lot faster, but you can't see it as well as you can horseback. And that, that was the, uh, that was the reason this guy wanted us to ride this place. And, and it was, uh, it was a fun day. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it again and definitely will. Yeah. Very cool. Hey, well, we're getting, uh, getting close to the end of our time here, Stephen. Uh, do you have a, uh, you have a favorite, uh, cowboy hat brand? Well, I, you know, I've I've worn Resist All ever since I started wearing one, and I still wear Resist All. Uh, I don't know that that's the best or not, but that's what I wear. Yeah, very cool. And how about how about cowboy boots? You know, I'm an Anderson Bean guy. Uh, Teske sells them, and and uh, they fit my feet really well, and and I absolutely love them. I've had I've had some handmades, I've had some customs, and and. Uh, uh, there's something about those Anderson beans. I can take a pair off the shelf and they just fit like a glove and wear them all day. They're real comfortable. That's great. And then how, how about uh cowboy movies? You got a favorite cowboy movie? Well, uh, tombstone has always been up there at the top of my list. Um, um, I, I did, um, I, I, when we were headed to Hawaii this year, I watched Teller High Water, which is kind of a cowboy movie, but yeah. um, and that that one, that one's going to rank right up in there as well. Yeah, that's a good that's a good movie as well. It's Absolutely. kind of a tech, kind of a good Texas movie, more yeah. more of a than a cowboy movie, but good Texas movie. Yeah. 
Well, very cool. Well, hey, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you here in, in Scottsdale in the next couple of days and uh, check. Yes, out. we're looking forward to it as well. Absolutely. Yeah, very cool. Hey, and, and thank hey, you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and happy birthday, too. Well, thanks, Dan. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, well, you must be, what, 28, 29 today, right? Yeah, almost times two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, all right, Stephen. Well, hey, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it, and we'll see you here in a couple days. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to it. We'll see you next week. Okay, you bet. Bye-bye. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show. Without you, the show would not be possible. We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy, rodeo, and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com. But I give her hell, he never can tell. Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers And we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle And philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the roping pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who wins, down at the roping pen. Well, I ain't no play your speed. But I give her hell, hey, you never can tell. Someday I just might be. We'll turn another pair of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down at the roping pen.